Welcome to episode 113 of Podcateers. If you're new to our podcast, we hope you enjoy our banter. And if you've been listening for some time now, we heart you a lot because you're awesome. This week, the guys and I talk about the end of Cypher Hunt and Mario's adventure to get journal number three and to meet Alex Hirsch. A new line of Toy Story themed shoes by Vans is possibly coming soon. A new parking structure and transportation gateway is coming. What a transportation gateway is, I have no idea, but that's what the article said, so that's what we're going to call it. And we talk about Paint the Night leaving Disneyland and the Main Street Electrical Parade coming back home to Disneyland. I know, tons of you are like, oh my god. I know, I can hear it. I hear it right now. Support for Podcasters is provided by listeners like you. For as little as a one-time $1 contribution, you can help us offset some of those pesky costs of running a free weekly podcast. To find out how or for more information on how you can contribute, head over to Podcasters.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to Patreon.com slash Support for Podcasters is also provided by Amazon. Before making your next purchase, we would be super grateful if you went to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and clicked on the big Amazon button. Doing that helps us earn a small commission off your next purchase as a thank you from Amazon for using our link, which goes towards helping out the podcast. To everyone already using our link for their purchases, thank you very much for your added support. We truly appreciate it. On the webs, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. And please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to those networks for updates. And that's it for me. So, as always, thank you all so very much for listening. Here is episode 113 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about Three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Three, two, one. Rush Hour Renegades, coming at ya. I missed the Rush Hour Renegades. Was it? That was a fictional show. It didn't even exist. You're lying. I'm it was sorry. It, never it was, it was totally true. An aired show. You don't know that. You never lived in San Francisco. It was never, ever an aired show. And I suppose nobody got up to watch Wake Up San Francisco either. It's a totally different topic. Okay. How you guys doing today? I am good. <clears throat> really, though? Really? You're wearing a Captain America shirt, and you're going to have the nerve to say you're, you're doing all right? Yeah. yeah. You're lucky I let you in my house today. You didn't really have a choice. I brought beer. True that. True that. True yeah, that. he did do so, that, didn't he? Think that's about what it, saved way. you. It's really the only reason you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until they're empty, right? <laughs> then you can go. <laughs> so uh, you guys saw Suicide Squad this last week. Sure yeah, did. did. Uh, I enjoyed your YouTube video. Thank you. Even after watching it 800 times. A few times, yeah, I figured. If you guys haven't watched it, check out the review that Mario and Javier put up on the YouTube channel. Uh, there are spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, yeah. you know, it's up to you. Yeah, look out. But if you saw it and want to hear what they thought about it, head over to the YouTube channel, check out the video. But remember, we also want to hear what you guys have to say, so make sure you leave a comment. 
Yeah, there was a lot of mixed reviews. <laughs> I don't. What is it at on Rotten Tomatoes right now? I don't right. even know. I don't even point. know. It's like three percent or. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Let's see. All By right. the power of the Google. Google? No, that movie's not out yet. All right, here we go. So according to right. the Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, drum roll. Apparently it's having some problems bringing up the site. Oh, so the I petition, guess petition worked. worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let me it see. It shut down. Good job, everybody. No well done. Well done. Well done. So, Suicide Squad is currently at, what was it at when you guys filmed your video? Do you 28. remember? 28. 28. Okay, not bad. Really? Only at 27. Wow. We're winning. Yeah. Yes. So, it only went down 1%. I think you guys were predicting that it was going to go like 12% yeah, or something, did, like, yeah, that. something so, like that. Yeah, something like that. The fact that it only went down 1% after that not is pretty bad. good. I think your review saved it. I think it did. <laughs> We've spoken. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't get a chance to watch it. Surprise, surprise. I was editing all the videos that we're going to be putting up over the next couple of weeks. Priorities, uh, man. Come on. Yeah, well. Come on. Uh, I actually plan on now watching Pete's Dragon soon. And that came out today. Yeah. And mm. if I'm able to watch it this weekend, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about it next week. But I heard I heard it's a movie, <clears throat> which is good. So far, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. It, it it was out today, but I haven't heard any good or bad reviews. Actually, and... I take it back. Uh, if if we do care what Rotten Tomato says, they called it fresh. Did they really? They did. I think the last time I checked, there was like a bunch 80... of Disney fans at the Rotten Tomatoes. That's <laughs> that survey to keep them up. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw them at eighty-seven percent. That's not bad. Yeah. That's mm. not bad, especially considering that the dragon looks like a the dog. dog from NeverEnding Story. Exactly. It's green. Yeah. I don't know. A part of me is I just want to be open to it. I don't want to mm. completely shut it out. I know we were kind of grumpy yeah, about we're it making when we first fun talked about it, about it. A little bit. But I'm going to go into it with, with an open heart. Mm. And hopefully it turns out to be better than I'm expecting it to be. I, I have hopes for this movie, honestly. It looks like a weird variation of The Jungle Book. So, I can see that. Uh, I think you were the one that mentioned it, actually. It's like a never-ending jungle book. A never-ending <laughs> never <ending laughs> jungle book. A never-ending jungle book. <laughs> it's funny because uh, shortly after you guys uh, had finished your review, we put up the the YouTube video. I was reading an article where I think Margot Robbie was talking about how, uh, why she knew that the scenes with the Joker got cut out. Mm. And ironically enough, it boils down to exactly what you guys said in the video. And um, Remind me. What did, what did we say? <laughs> I guess people will just have to go watch the video. <laughs> uh, no, you guys can check it out if you want to. Uh, we recommend it. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. But you guys basically said that it's not a Joker movie. Right, and right. because Jared Leto just did such a good job with the Joker, he stole those scenes, even though they were so small throughout the movie. Right. It changed the entire movie just by having those scenes in it. Mm -hmm. And people would have just thought, ah, this is a movie about the Joker with the Suicide Squad in the background. <laughs> and that's obviously not what they wanted. Uh, I wouldn't doubt if they're just going to do an entire Joker movie at this point or if those scenes somehow get integrated into the new Batman movie that's going to be coming out. Yeah, so. I can see it happening. Rumors are already circulating that there's going to be a part two to Suicide Squad. And 
Harley Quinn's getting her own movie. So that's that's for sure, or that is, is it for still sure. a rumor? Yeah, no, that is for sure. She's getting her own movie. <clears throat> so now that makes me wonder, are they going to take these deleted scenes and insert them in this one? I don't think they will. I think you, these will just be special features on, like, a Blu-ray. That would actually upset me. I want these f- clips integrated in an actual film. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it'll be special features. You'll be able to watch the extended version on the Blu-ray. Yeah. Look, just like you got to see the three-hour version of Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman at the movies... And then you got to see the 17 and a half uh, hour version on the yeah. Blu-ray. Yes. Same thing with Suicide Squad. Exactly. So expect a five hour movie Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yes. I cannot wait because that Same was my here. complaint that the movie was just too short for me, even though it was two hours long. I wanted more. Agreed. It didn't feel like two hours to me. I'm sorry. I just I, I need like a five hour version of this. movie. Yeah. I'm ready for the sequel. I heard it's going to be rated R. I kind of hope only if Jared don't. Leto's not in it, though. He's just too good. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's fantastic. Yeah, Joker's going to be on tour with 30 Seconds to Mars. So, <laughs> yeah. so do me a favor. Go watch the movie, please, Hazen. Seriously. I may end up watching Pete's Dragon before I end up watching Suicide Squad, guys. Or flip that. I mean, look, I'm okay with your decision <laughs> as long as you watch Suicide Squad. No, I intend on watching it, but because the kids <laughs> already want to watch yeah. Pete's Dragon, I see. that's already out. Do you ever put yourself first, Hazen? So Suicide Squad. No, <laughs> not really. That's why you guys walk all over me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Steal my beer all the time. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Mario bought it this time, bro. Relax. This True. time he did. Yeah. True. But that's only because I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to charge you later? <laughs> yeah, you'll get an invoice from me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you see, you had three sips of this one. You had two cans of this one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm looking forward to watching Pete's Dragon. So hopefully the plans don't change because that's how it happens. For some reason, I make plans to go to the movies, and then all of a sudden, guess what? Something happens, and I don't get to watch a movie until it's out on the red box. Womp, womp. Mm. <laughs> womp, womp. Womp, womp, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go, exactly. wham. Yeah. Wham, big baby. exactly how Call, it works. Calling out. that wambulance, are you? Wambulance. <laughs> 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 I hate you both. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, it was a big week for Disney, guys. It was all sorts of news. But before we get into talking a little bit about what happened this week, uh, I want to say thank you to Mario because... All right, Mario. Moi. What did I do? I don't know yet. I'm a little sad for him, but I'm happy for me Uh and sad for me, but happy for me all at the same time. It must be about food. It sounds about right. No. (laughs) Ironically, it's not. What is it? Well, maybe... No, it's not. Come on. Give it so to me. I was unable to pre-order journal number three. Why? The Gravity Falls journal number three. Because by the time I actually The computer had a broke chance, or something? No. Did the internet shut down? It did, actually. Did it? When I tried to, the internet was just broken. And I tried to push the red button to restart it. And mm. it just would not work. Dude, it's www. Not WWE. It's also www. Not www. But hazing, you were saying? There you go. <laughs> so the reason I want to thank Mario is because uh, he actually ordered a journal number three for me. Aww, and I didn't know this. Dude. He actually ended up giving this to me last week. And uh, we we didn't have a regular episode because we put up our, our interview with Rolly. Yes. And if you guys had a chance to listen to it, uh, I hope you guys liked the chat that we had with him. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you guys thought because we enjoy doing those. And if we get a chance to, you know, we will do more in the future, obviously. Yeah. That was a good episode, by the way. 
Thanks. Great episode. I it really, was. really enjoyed it. it. The best parts was when he talked, not you. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. How do I shut off Javier's mic? <laughs> and there. And there. He's out. <laughs> It says shut off your mic, not shut your mouth. Jabroni. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, yeah. Cool. So, Mario got me journal number three. And if you guys remember, a couple weeks ago, we talked about he was going to go to the Gallery Nucleus show yeah. for the Gravity Falls art thing that was happening. Alex Hirsch was going to be there to do a signing and everything. Oh, I can't wait for this story. And so we told him, Mario, make sure that you go at an appropriate time. And so, Mario, why don't you take the story from there? All right. Well, before I even start with that part of the story, mm-hmm. I don't mean to pat myself on the back because I'm going to break my spine. What's up? But I didn't actually order the book for you. You see, here's the thing. Whoa. Alex Hirsch tweeted that the book was selling out fast. I called this bluff. I was like, there's no way this book is like completely out, right? So I go to the nearest Barnes & Noble to me, which is in uh, San Dimas. Those exist? Apparently. Wow. Okay? But let me tell you why the story gets more interesting, okay? Because okay. I go to the closest one to me, which is in the city of Glendora. Um, and the book is sold out. I was like, there's no way. Like, he was not being serious about this. I was like, I'm going to call this bluff. Uh, that same weekend, I ended up going to the Barnes & Noble on the 3rd Street Promenade. Mm-hmm. It's sold out. Huh. I was like, this guy's kidding me right now. There's, like, no way that this book's gone. So this book doesn't exist, then, is what you're saying. Oh, it existed because I own my own copy. It had oh. arrived to me. But when they said it was sold out, I was like, there's no way this book sold out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm already traveling all these miles, and I'm like, oh, my God, this book's actually, like, gone. So I'm obsessed at this point. Okay, I'm, like, traveling from Barnes & Noble to Barnes & Noble. I finally end up finding a copy at the Irvine Spectrum. So you drove to Irvine? To the Barnes & Noble there, and that's where I found it. Wow. Damn. You know what? I will pay you for the beer. Just give me the invoice. (laughs) (laughs) Did you call ahead or? No. This is just you roaming around. Yes. The hunt, right? Pretty much. Oh, that hunt. It's fun. Wow. Pretty much. But I ended up getting him the book. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to read it, but it is fantastic. I started. I recommend to anyone. It is amazing. Now, the Gallery Nucleus show that was happening in the city of Alhambra, that's the next city over to where I live. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be able to get up at a reasonable hour and go check this out. I get up at 7 a.m., I get ready. Mm-hmm. I leave my house at about 7.45. It's going to be a 15-minute trip. Because the show no. doesn't start till 6. Exactly. And people were set to start lining up at 4 because at 5 o'clock, they were going to start letting 100 people in for the signing. Uh-huh. Okay, Correct. So 7.45, hey, that seems pretty that's very damn reasonable. reasonable. Correct. So I, I go down Main Street, which is where Gallery Nucleus is located in the city of Alhambra. I see about eight people lined up. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. There's already people lined up, but I don't mind. I'm going to wait. Yeah. The line starts to go around the street. No. I find the nearest parking I can at this point because I'm freaking out that I'm not going to be, like, in line to be one of the hundred people to get this autograph signing, right? So I start from the beginning, and I start counting people as I go down the line. (laughs) I get to about 152 people, and that's when I start crying. Oh, like, man. I'm not going to make it. Oh. So at this point, this is where I message you guys, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm going home. I'm sad. No. <laughs> yeah, I got the little cry emoji. I was like, no. And it's funny because I was trying to follow the Twitter accounts giving updates as the art show was kind of progressing. Yeah. And really early, like around noon, they sent out a tweet. I don't remember the time exactly, but they sent out a tweet saying, like, over 150 people in line already. I was like, Okay, if Mario's not there, he's not getting in. Yeah, no. And that's not even counting. He, this is the part that bugged me. 
I don't know if they actually ended up following through with this, but in the invite, they specifically said no holding places in line Correct. for anybody. And it looked like there was a bunch of people holding places in line for other people. So at the end of the day, I don't know how it turned out. I don't know if they actually told all those people head to the back of the line or if they actually let them cut. And if they did, that's really bad for the, you know, past 75 or 80, however many ended up cutting. Hmm. Well, I mean, even so, the autograph session was really only open to the first 100 people. So the fact that there were 50 other people, like, camping after that, I was like, you guys know you're not getting in, right? Like, well, he might have been nice and allowed 50 more. It's not his gallery. It's not his choice. Nah, trust me. If he said, hey, let's do an extra 50, I'm pretty sure they would have been like, let's sell more books. Exactly. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's... that means you could have stayed and you could have gotten an autograph. Yeah, it was 8 a.m. And? You and had nothing better to do. Really? You could have filmed. You could have done some Snapchats. First. Uh, standing in line. For nine hours. Being sad. It's not us, bro. It's you. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. I well, messed up, guys. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry that it didn't work out for you. I was actually rooting for you. Me too, man. I didn't get a chance to go. I had something else to do that day. And. Man, it would have been nice for you to flash up the hashtag Hershon Podcasters and hopefully get them on. Be honest. You just didn't want to wait 10 hours in the line. I wouldn't have minded. Are you serious? If, if I knew that I was going to get a chance to interact with Alex Hirsch and actually yeah. ask him face-to-face, dude, yeah. be on our podcast, yeah. I would have totally stood in line for 10 hours. No, he but, wouldn't have. He looks like me. He would have just cut. No, I would have <laughs> actually waited. But just knowing... The updates and then seeing his tweet, I was like, okay, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, no, no, no. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you for leaving at all. So it's cool. I mean, there were people camping there like the night prior. Yeah. It just goes to show how huge of a fan base Gravity Falls has. And how undedicated you are. That's true. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I take that back. You just crushed his yeah, soul. Yeah, 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 totally just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> But, I mean, you're right, man. The The fan base for Gravity Falls just speaks for itself. It's bigger than I, mean, I thought, to be honest with you. I think it's bigger than Disney thought because, mm-hmm. I mean, the show was on Disney XD. It wasn't on their primary channel, and right. it had a pretty good following. And, you know, you saw rumblings of it on the Internet and everything. But I don't think Disney saw the magnitude of how far, as Alex Hirsch called them, the army of dippers was yeah. willing to go especially with what happened with Cypher Hunt. Yeah. You know, we talked about this some episodes ago. When Weird Mageddon 3 ended, that was the finale episode for Gravity Falls, the final shot had uh, some cryptograms, and uh, it had a picture of what looked like a granite bill in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a bill cipher somewhere in the world, mm-hmm. but it just flashed. And so the internet went wild, just like speculating, like, is this real? Was it just, you know, uh, to tease us? Is this really a thing? And then nothing from Alex Hirsch. It's just he just left the internet to speculate. And then uh, all these pages on Reddit showed up and, oh, it's probably probably going to be in Oregon and it's going to be here because the coordinates of Gravity Falls. And in one episode, they tell you where the coordinates are and Everybody was theorizing where this thing could possibly be. Mario says Griffith Park, and he never went. Even though there was a clue <laughs> there. There was a clue, and it came later, but I don't think it was there before. Again, I stand by that. 
Uh, so yeah, so Alex Hirsch went silent, and then all of a sudden, July 20th, 2016 rolls around, and there's a tweet that says, are you guys ready? Are you serious? That's what it says? That's what it says. That's like, awesome. Are you guys ready? Let the games begin, mm-hmm. and he had a hashtag that was technically uh, a cipher itself. It was a cryptogram hashtag, but when you deciphered it, it actually said hashtag cipher hunt. Ah. And so that was the beginning of, of everything, and that's what snowballed. So like I said, I think Disney underestimated how large of a fan base uh, Gravity Falls actually had. And the interesting thing about the Cypher Hunt was that Alex Hirsch created it all by himself. This was not Disney-supported. They did not help put it together. They did not help promote it. And I think in a way it actually helped the mystique of the Cypher Hunt because – I almost feel that if Disney had gotten involved, too much would have leaked out. Mm. And so it may have not have gone as long as it went because the it started on July 20th and it didn't end until August 2nd. And so it ended, you know, between periods from our uh, the, the last episode that we were all on to this one. And uh, it was fun just watching everybody just go all around the world with these updates. So and it was literally around the world, right? It was around the world. Because it Absolutely. wasn't just like here in LA or in just in Oregon. Started no. in Russia actually. Yeah, the very first clue was found in St. Petersburg, Russia. That's crazy. And so that's what that's what triggered it all. And really what happened was Alex Hirsch, after that tweet, he tweeted an image and so people had to decipher the image. And from there they found the first clue was in Russia. From there it went to Tokyo, Japan. It jumped to Atlanta, Georgia, then Rhode Island. Then Griffith Park, where Mario wanted to go find the actual Bill Cipher, which mm. turned out to be just a clue uh, with Grunkle Stan. It was like a little gold Grunkle Stan head. Right. From there, it jumped to Century City, which like had like a USB uh, stick with an mm. audio file that was on SoundCloud. Uh, if I find the SoundCloud audio clip, I'll do my best to embed it into the um, – blog post for the episode it'll be over at pocketeers.com slash 113 do we know what the sound is though yeah it was uh grunkle stan kind of pointing you in the direction to go on next so it was kind of cool from there i went to cal state la uh i think it was cal state la but there was like this kind of graffiti of bill cypher with another uh cryptogram on on the wall you had to Mm. decipher that uh from there uh it went to Piedmont Park, I think. Where Alex Hirsch um, is from, by the way. Where Alex Hirsch, yeah. So I think from there yeah. went to Piedmont Park. Can you um, guys stop stalking this guy? Stop knowing where he's from. It's weird. That's where the kids from Gravity Falls are from, too. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. All right. As you so, were. dude, the, all of Gravity <laughs> Falls is based on him and his twin sister. Ah. Uh, That's the whole point of it. He has it. an actual twin sister? Yeah, and yeah, all this Ariel. weird stuff really happened to them. Oh, my Gnomes God. and... No way! Giant All of it, yeah. Yeah. Do they actually have a Uncle Stan? Or? No, they have a Grunkle Stan. Grunkle Stan. Uh-huh. Grunkle, great uncle. Oh, great uncle. There you yeah. go. Gotcha. But yeah, all of it, all of the show, like the interactions that Dipper and Mabel have, are based on the interactions of Alex and Ariel. That's so, cool. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it led people all around. It. it once it kind of got back into the U.S., it kind of revolved around the western uh, side of right. the U.S. Uh, because from Piedmont, it went back to L.A., and then from there it went to Portland, uh, then Mendocino County, mm-hmm. and then 
Amity, Oregon, and then the Enchanted Forest uh, in Turner, Oregon, I think. Yep. And then from there, it ended up in Reedsport, which is where the chest and the actual Bill Cipher statue were. Uh, there was these really cool videos of the family that ended up finding Bill. They ended up uh, periscoping the whole thing I as saw they that. were going through yeah, it. I saw that. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to try to find those videos. I'll embed them in the blog post for the episode because it was just so cool. The moment that they found it, the kids and the family just went nuts. I would have too. <laughs> and I remember at the beginning and even throughout the cartoon, the whole thing about Bill is don't shake his hand, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because that's when the soul sucking happens and he <laughs> takes over your body and all that stuff. True and the story. first thing, yeah, the yeah. first thing the kids are all like, I'm going to shake his hand. I'm going to shake his hand. <laughs> and I would have too. I totally would have too. So it was, it was amazing, man. I wish I would have been able to actually go out and hunt. I mean, the people that were finding the clues found a giant Bill Cipher puzzle mm. that was almost impossible to put together. Uh, Jason Ritter, who voices Dipper, that's right, had gone out with fans to actually find these clues. That's awesome. He was part of the group, and I I want to say that I think Alex's sister uh, Ariel was also part of the group that went out to find the USB drive. Mm. And it's crazy too because the park in Century City that they ended up finding the USB with the audio file. Uh-huh. When you look at it from an aerial view, it actually looks like the Eye of Providence. Like it looks like the Masonic logo. Yeah, that's it's awesome. crazy. And then uh, Mario pointed out to me, he's like, "Dude, it actually looks like Bill Cipher with his bow tie on," <laughs> and it's true. Like I'll I'll put the picture up okay. uh, that we ended up seeing. Go back to the blog post, podcasters.com slash one thirteen. Uh, it's a crazy picture. Like you look at it and it's like, whoa, that is that is that. It it <laughs> looks exactly like it. So so yeah, it was a crazy hunt. I know that hundreds of thousands of people ended up uh partaking in it and I'm just happy. I'm happy that uh Gravity Falls fans got one big um, you know, hurrah to the show. And I love that they like united to make this happen you know yeah. anyone could have been selfish about this and just try to accomplish this thing on their own but no people kept the social media i was following cypher hunt the entire time yeah. on twitter as it was going down it was really impressive the way people were sharing these clues and decoding them as quickly as they were mm-hmm. i remember the first thing that ended up happening was um the clue that led them to atlanta georgia uh led them there at 10 o'clock at night what so alex was following specifically this at 10 yeah at 10 p.m huh so just because of kind of like the time differences between the East Coast where it's, I mean, uh, overseas where it started. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about the one in Japan? From Well, when the clue in Japan led them to Atlanta, Georgia. Right. It was already 10 p.m. at night. I mean, it was already 10 o'clock here. Right. So when when people got to the next clue, which ended up being, I don't know if it was a church or a mission. It was, or something it was a Shriner's Temple. A uh, Shriner's Temple, right? It was already closed. So Alex was on <laughs> Twitter. He's like, please be careful. I know it's late. Guys, it's closed. You might as well just come back. And then all the complications People that ended up. People take this seriously. They do. It was crazy. And then just the fact that Alex was able to kind of recuperate a lot of things that fell apart throughout Cypher Hunt was really impressive. Yes. Mm. I remember the first thing that ended up happening there was because there was a clue planted in the Shriner's Temple. Uh-huh. I guess someone within found out that was going on and they removed the clue. Wh- what? Yeah. They didn't want people going in there for that reason. Uh, so when Alex Hirsch found out, he had to change the clue. No, what ended up happening, you got two of them mixed up. Is that so the controversy the that I heard earlier? No, we'll get to that in a bit. Oh. So what ended up happening was you got two of them mixed up, Mario. The one that happened in the Shriner's Temple was the Waddles clue. 
That one was the one that looked like it was water damage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the one oh, that that's actually, right. yeah, that's the right. one that actually ended up getting removed was in Rhode Island, which was the clue right, right. after right. the Waddles clue. Yes. So what happened was um, at the University of Rhode Island, one of the clues was placed uh, behind a portrait of like inside of the I think it's called the Ochre Court yeah, building, correct, or something correct. like that, mm-hmm. and uh, they actually found it and threw the clue away because oh, yeah. no. they didn't want people coming looking behind the portrait. And yeah. so they they put up a sign that said, there's nothing behind this. Just move on and just <laughs> don't look for anything. Everyone else is like, I think that's a clue to tell me to look in so there. Look, yeah. yeah, I would have taken it like that. Yeah. To, I was, uh-huh, uh, they're trying to uh, deceive me. Nope. Rip it open. <laughs> but yeah, that's what ended up happening. Right. And then, uh, of course, like the bigger one that ended up happening towards the end mm-hmm. was there was an issue with property and where bill cypher was actually located what do you mean property that one was kind of an interesting one too i guess uh when alex came to agreement with the owner of the property to place bill there this is where it got kind of confusing to me it was like a split property it was it was owned by two people right it wasn't the The property wasn't split uh yeah so the land was owned by two different people. Okay. And so what ended up happening was Alex went and he asked permission from one of the owners and they totally agreed to leave Bill on the property. But then the other owner caught wind of it and said, I don't want people coming in here. And he said, I don't give you permission to do this. Oh, wow. So last minute, he had to go and reshift mm-hmm. around like some of these things. So the thing that ended up happening in Rhode Island wasn't the only time that he had to kind of shuffle around the cipher hunt. But it was so impressive Just how he was able to kind of shift these things around, continue the flow of the game, not break anything that was already done or what was coming. So how did was he able to change the clue once he moved the location, though? I mean, if everyone's reading this one clue and it led them to this one location. Some of the clues were pretty vague. It wasn't like exact coordinates, like Uh to find something. It would just say like, it's kind of like me saying uh, it's somewhere in Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not telling that you exactly. Vague? Yeah, it, it was some of them were like that vague where wow. think of the park that I just showed you. Mm-hmm. That's a huge land area. And in that park, they were trying to find a little black bag with the USB drive in it. Mm-hmm. So imagine in that big park going around every inch they knew that it wasn't across the street they knew that it was refined to that area it's kind of how bill was like as long as you were within the scope of the area maybe you were in somebody else's land but it, it was just moved around so that the game was still consistent also you gotta remember that one of the one of the things that was to alex Hirsch's advantage here is that he voices about five characters on the show well he does grunkle stan seuss mcgucket and bill okay so four but the thing is i don't even know if this clue was the one that needed to be made up on the fly or not but there was one that led to a phone number that when you called it the outgoing message was grunkle stan giving a clue Hmm. so if that was the one that was made up on the fly it worked because he's the voice of grunkle stan yeah he just recited the voice left it on some random prepaid phone number and when people called they got that message that's so cool yeah i like this it should have been like I don't know. Gravity Falls Go app. That would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. 
if you're going around collecting uh-huh. like different elements or the different monsters yeah. from yes. Weird Mageddon, yeah. or you use it in AR to yeah. fight them or something, that would have been cool. See, I would have played that. Yeah, man, it was so fun. I'm telling you, just like Mario said, it was just really cool to see so many people unite and then just come together and uh, help each other decode all of this to have fun and not be greedy about it. And just, I yeah. love that nothing on this show or like outside of the show is by accident. I know when the family found the chest near Bill Cipher, they found another flash drive. Yeah. Really? So it's like, it just kind of keeps going. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I'm so sad that the show's still over. I right. hope Disney reconsiders and they end up doing some kind of Blu-ray deal for this because... How about a movie? A movie would be nice. Mm-hmm. A movie would be really good, but I think Alex may be done, dude. I think after this, I think he put so much energy into Cypher Hunt that even if it continues... And he has like an extension where he just kind of has the fans play a little bit more for the like now that it picked up steam, he may have like just an extension to it if he does. I don't know. But uh, I think at this point he just wants to move on. I think this right. was his way of saying goodbye to it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. these alternate reality games, they're fun, man. I mean, sometimes you lose yourself in it. I mean, look what happened when I played The Optimist. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I totally lost myself in it. We didn't see you for weeks. And you saw me. <laughs> Shut up. But you end up getting so consumed by these things right. because you really get into the hunt. At the end, I was kind of disappointed because I realized at the end that it wasn't a Disney thing, that it was a fan-created thing. And mm-hmm. I thought, man, I thought there was going to be a bigger payoff to this. <laughs> But I had so much fun doing it, and that's kind of what Cypher Hunt was. This was something created uh, by Alex that just said, hey, guys, thank you so much for all your support, and here's one more really big thing that we can do to really show everybody how big this thing actually was. Right. And he succeeded. So hashtag Hershon Pocketeers. Come on and talk about it. That's right. (laughs) One more question. Sure. When it came to finding these clues – the person that found it kept whatever was hidden. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there was only one in this in these one locations. Correct. Yes. Okay. So now they have a really cool keepsake right. of this entire game. Okay, that's cool. So it's so hard to say goodbye to Cipher Hunt. You know, it's funny because we just keep saying goodbye to Disney things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got another one for us? Oh man. Well what's going we're by? gonna be we're gonna be talking a little bit about what's gonna be going away and what's actually coming back. But you know, one of the things I was excited uh about hearing this last week was that uh they announced the Eastern Gateway project is gonna be underway. And did you guys read about this? I have no idea what you even said. Ditto. <laughs> I so heard the- Easter. And no, not Easter, Eastern. Oh, <laughs> even that I was wrong. <laughs> so the Eastern Gateway Project is a new parking structure and transportation hub that Disneyland is going to be building to help out with the overflow of traffic that's going into the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Good. So they're anticipating, obviously, an influx of people pouring into Anaheim once Star Wars land opens. Right. And right now, they do have several parking lots around the Anaheim area. There's the Buzz, the Toy Story lot. There's the uh, Pongo lot, the Dalmatian lot, and stuff like that. But it's far. Some, they are far. It's in Fullerton. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and, and that was the thing. 
Uh, a lot of people complained and always wanted to park uh, at Mickey and Friends. Of course. And what ended up happening was some people would park at Downtown Disney, mm. you know, and they would just move their car every three hours or four hours, whatever the case is. Oh, like or, like I do at our Pocketeers I would, Exactly. I wouldn't be able to verify that. I don't know what you do. I have a pass and i park in the structure so oh look at you gloating well, yeah, no job, i'm man. just saying hey you know what hey you know what we, we, we all don't have that man we all don't have that. just saying uh so yeah this entire thing was to kind of alleviate some of the traffic that flows around especially Love with star it. wars land can't wait um so what they ended up doing was they ended up buying some of the hotels in the area and the first thing that's going to be closing is the carousel inn and suites that is going to close because they're going to be doing uh, this like elevated uh, bridge uh, that's going to connect the across the street over towards the resort. I like this. Uh, the new parking structure is going to be seven levels. Right. Okay. And it's going to have almost 7,000 spaces available. Compare that to Mickey and Friends. How many levels is that one? Uh, I want to say that it has uh, six floors. I okay. don't remember exactly how many spaces it has, but it's going to be just slightly smaller than the new one that's being planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think even with the Pinocchio parking lot, which is right next to it where the buses and the trams and everything park, right. uh, even without that or even with that, it doesn't. it's not going to equate as many spaces as the new one because oh, wow. in Pinocchio, you can't use the entire lot. The trams use half of it and stuff like that. Oh, so. okay. So that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Uh, the problem is that it's, it is going to be pretty far away from the resort. It's going to be located in the Pumba lot. Wow, I don't even know where that is. So the Pumba lot is, I want to say it's about a mile away huh. from, from the actual uh, resort. It's right behind Garden Walk. Uh, if you exit on the harbor side of Disneyland, you go down Disney Way, and uh, I want to say it's probably about a mile. I don't know. It's probably less than a mile. Uh, but it's right behind Garden Walk. Right. And so that entire area is going to be the transportation hub. There's going to be shuttles and everything take you to the park. I think it's going to be about the same as going from mm, – maybe it's a little bit less from going from the Toy Story lot because you can get shuttled over from the right. Toy Story lot. Uh, I'm assuming that they may close that one. I don't know. Hmm. They may make it cast member parking again because that's what it was. I think the Pongo lot, cast member parking. Mm. That'd be nice. The Dalmatian parking was uh, cast member parking before it became overflow parking. And Pumbaa was also cast member parking. So it's going to be interesting where everybody's going to get tossed out. And this whole thing is just part of this whole billion-dollar investment that Disneyland said they were going to do with the city of Anaheim. Star Wars Land is included in that billion dollars because it's going to create more jobs. It's going to bring people into the city. Tourism is going to go up and stuff like that. But um, it's the whole thing is actually scheduled to begin uh, early next year for the construction, but it's not going to open until late 2018. Sounds about right. I think it's supposed to just kind of coincide with the opening of Star Wars Land at that point. I don't think there's I, – I don't recall them actually announcing an actual opening date for Star mm-hmm. Wars Land. But I'm pretty sure that it's going to coincide right about that time. I think at D23 next year, they're actually going to give us an actual opening date for Star Wars Land. At least that's what I think everybody's hoping for. Right. But I'm pretty sure they're going to time them so that they're right about the same time. I have a question. Yeah. What do you think the levels will be named after? 
on the parking structure? Oh, oh that's a good question. That's a fantastic. Look at you, Mario. Wow. I have an idea. I think they're going to be named after Disney princesses. You think so? Yep. But if there's mm. going to be seven, why not the dwarves? Wasn't that the plan for the original structure? From what I heard, yes. This is a weird one, so don't quote me on it. If anyone can confirm this, please do. I heard that the reason they didn't do that for the original structure was because one of the seven dwarves was named Doc. So it would be too confusing to have something delivered to say Doc 1 when there was a Doc parking level. This doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. It, it makes this more is what, sense this is what to me. It makes more sense to me to say that there's only six levels at Mickey and Friends and there's seven dwarves. And there's seven dwarves, so they should have just eliminate so Doc. So maybe they were just going to eliminate Doc and he's like, no, I want to be a floor. <laughs> so maybe So they're like, all right, is. no dwarf gets a level then. Yeah, so they said, let's just use the Fab Five. Plus two. <laughs> Plus Chippendale. Plus Chippendale. Uh-huh. They're, the, they're the very first floor, so. Yep. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I if like you guys, that question. Let's throw it out to all the listeners. Sure. If you guys could name the the floors of the new uh, Eastern Gateway parking structure, what would you name the seven floors? It, it almost sounds like seven dwarves. I'm Snow telling White. you. <laughs> seven floors. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Man, I want to think so of one. Leave us a comment on the blog post for the episode, the Facebook, or the Instagram post. We'd love to hear what your ideas are for that. You have any Javier? It sounds like you're like I could see yeah. the chipmunk running see, on the yeah, wheel. Exactly. Do you see the smoke coming out? Yeah. I'm really thinking. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah. He's like, I know what I would call them. I would call them Harley Quinn. <laughs> Deadshot. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, that's an awesome idea. There you go. Too bad it's not Disney. Yeah. yeah too bad. Uh. Okay. How about uh, what about Guardian of the Galaxy character? Marvel characters. Hmm. No. Star Wars characters. Um, oh, okay. Got, now you're talking. Yeah. The Avengers lot. Oh. Hey, that's not a bad idea. They could also just go with like a theme like they did with the hotels. They could just call it the Fantasy Floor, Tomorrow Floor, they could. Floor. You know, just name them after the different lands in the parks. If you want to be lame, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a great idea. <laughs> no, thanks, Javier. I feel totally confident about that. You get a sticker. Thanks. I hope it's a happy face because mine is sad. <laughs> All right. Well, again, if you guys have any ideas, leave them in the comment section. We'd love to hear what they are. So before I forget, Mario, I want to make sure. Uh, I don't know if I sent this to you in the chat, but did you see the new vans? I did out, the new Toy Story van. You sent those to me. I oh. saw them. I love them. You're Aren't wearing them awesome? now. They're well, I was wearing them out yet. <laughs> but can I just say that I can't wear vans because Why? they're just uncomfortable. Dude, they're just shoes, man. No, trust me, they're uncomfortable. And they're for different me. types. They're uncomfortable for me. But I'm willing to make an exception for the Buzz Lightyear ones because you they should. are so awesome. Mm. I saw them, and I have never wanted a pair of Vans more in my life. Have you not seen these yet, Javier? Uh, no. I don't can wear you bring Vans. Up, can you bring up a picture? No, trust me. You'll reconsider. Bring up a picture, Mario. I'm a Converse person. Oh, trust me. You'll 
switch over yeah. after really? you see these. All right, they have Woody, they have Buzz, they have Bo Peep, they have some. Remember like uh, Mario's Donald Vans? How they I have do. all the characters? Yes, those were cool. They're going to have some like that that have the Toy Story characters. But then the ones that I really like are just completely themed all the way around. Mm. All right, so look, check this out. Look at the image. So there's that an example. It's spectacular. They even put Andy underneath the shoe. Andy is Isn't on that the cool? sole of the that shoe. That is insane. So the fact that I have the Buzz Lightyear oh, like hoodie. Those. What what's this one? The aliens. The aliens, yes. Those are nice. And right? if you'd like to know, the eyes of the aliens glow in the dark. Shut up. Fantastic, I, right? That's pretty cool. So would you sport them? No, I wear Converse. <laughs> <laughs> this would be one of those things for me, like my Donald shoes. I would only wear them to the park. Well, that's what I was going to say. That because I have the Buzz Lightyear hoodie yeah. that has is just kind of sitting there. Because I normally don't wear sweaters. But yeah. now that it's about to get cold again in four months, and then it'll be cold for like three days, <laughs> uh, maybe if I got them, I can wear them with the hoodie. That one day that's cold that here? That one day that it's cold <laughs> in California. Yes. 68 degrees. Uh, that's the day that I will wear them. <laughs> but uh, I saw them. I thought they were cool. Uh, I wanted to make sure that you saw them. We'll post pictures of them in the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash 113. Check them out. Let us know what you guys think about them, uh, especially if you like the Toy Story characters or mm -hmm. if you own any of the other Disney vans. You know, would you get these too? Because the Mickey ones were really cool. Yeah, those yeah. are nice. All yeah. The entire series that they've put out for these vans are actually really nice. I didn't think they were going to be... <laughs> as nice as they were. All right, I want to see so, you on a pair of vans. Give me some money. Okay. How much are they? Mario? There's no price on these, but if they're about the same price as the other ones. McDonald's cost me 60 So there you go. Okay. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wear Converse. <laughs> they look nice, though, man. I wear Chucks. I never even saw this watch. Zoomed in. The the shoelace holes are the three buttons on Buzz's. Uh... Oh, I didn't even see that before. <laughs> on Buzz's lasers, oh, look. details, man, details. The three holes right nice. there. Oh, I, I totally love see that. Rocking those That's right there. beautiful, dude. I actually want to buy these. Yeah, those are cool. I actually want to get these. All right, so back to Disneyland. I know we've kind of gone back and forth on it, but uh, it was a big week. There was a lot of news coming out of Disney. Uh, the Parks blog and just uh, some of the changes that are going to be coming. And now the olds. And now the olds. And now exactly. the olds. Uh, one of the biggest changes that's going to be coming is that, uh, you know, it was already announced that Paint the Night is going away. Oh, don't with remind the me. end of the do you uh, really celebration care? for I the 60th. I do care. I'm I care, just, too. I'm just wondering. I'm I sorry. Don't... There's only one other parade that really, like, warmed my heart as much as Paint the Night. And that's what? gone, too. What's, What's that? that one? Uh, don't worry about it. What is it? If you must know the Main Street Electrical Parade. Well, that was one of the announcements. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was one of the announcements. Nice. So the Disney Parks blog actually stated that uh, because Paint the Night is leaving at the end mm -hmm. of the 60th uh, celebration. So there's a vacant spot? They are actually ending. Well, it's not called the Main Street Electrical Parade at Walt Disney World. It's just called Disney's Electrical Parade mm -hmm. over there. But they're ending the run on October 9th, 2016. Really? And they are bringing... The Main Street Electrical Parade back home to Disneyland no for way. a limited time. Yeah. Oh, see, he ruined it with the limited so now, time. It is for a limited time. I don't know what they're gonna do with it completely though. Uh -huh. It's kind of weird because I figured, okay, well, it sounds like they're getting rid of paint. They're bringing um, 
Main Street Electrical Parade back here, they must be sending paint over to Walt Disney World for a little while. Makes sense. But in the comments of that post, uh, they actually ended up responding to the post um, saying that there are no plans to take oh. paint the night to Walt Disney World. Oh, no. See, that doesn't make and sense. It doesn't make sense to me at all. It was supposed to be like a 60th anniversary thing. Well, I that's the that's the problem with it, that when you think of the span of how long these parades go, they go on for years right. before they switch to a new parade. It seems so wasteful to me for them to spend so much money and time and just development on paint. And then all of a sudden it's just here for 11 or 12 months, 18 months, whatever it was. And they're like, ah, it's, it's gone. I have going to, back. I have to agree with that. I mean, honestly, I really love that parade. I do too. They did such a fantastic job with all of the floats, the technology behind it, the music involved. It would be sad to just kind of let that go. So, there's there's two camps on this, and I'm seeing a lot of these comments uh, going back and forth because we posted this on the Instagram account that that was news a few days ago or whenever we posted it. But there's two camps, and there's the people that grew up watching the Main Street Electrical Parade that would frequent Disneyland and, and grew up watching this parade. That was me. Absolutely. Then, I love that parade. Okay. Absolutely. But then there's people like me that did not frequent that parade. I saw that parade when I was older, when it was at California Adventure, oh, when they right. brought it back for mm -hmm. a limited time when DCA was just completely dead. Mm. You know, they needed something to spruce mm -hmm. it up. So they brought it back temporarily and it was there, believe it or not, almost 10 years. Shut wow. up. Wow. Yeah. And I don't remember at California that at Adventure. All. No way. Like I literally thought it was there maybe a year. When I went back and I looked at how long it was there, mm -hmm. it opened in July of 2001 and it didn't close at DCA until April of 2010. I don't really? believe it. It was there almost 10 years. I don't and believe it. And in that. those 10 years, no joke, in those 10 years, I was compelled to watch it once. Why? One time. Why? Because I had seen the commercials. I had seen, like, you know, the, the Baroque, song. Baroque hoedown. You know, you hear it, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, Main Street Electrical Parade. All right, cool. It's so synonymous to it that I figured, okay, I'm going to go watch this parade. And I remember going with Lynette and we stood there and we saw it. And she was so excited because she grew up with it too. And I remember just sitting there thinking like, is it just me or is this just not as magical as watching it down Main Street? Interesting. Like I just, because California Adventure back then was just so dead, like it was just <laughs> yeah. boring. Yes. It just, it didn't attract me and it didn't, it didn't spark that magic that I think it sparked for many other people. And so then it got taken to Walt Disney World and it had this resurgence and all of a sudden everybody loves it. And now people are claiming that it's just Disney World's because, you know, it's been there for so long. And now people are happy that it's coming back. How long has it been in Disney World? Uh, at Disney World, it was in 1977. It got taken to Magic Kingdom once and then it closed in 91. It got taken back in 99 and then closed again in 2001. And then it got taken back in 2010. Hmm. And then uh, it, you know, it's closing again this year. So when it closed at California Venture, it got taken back. So it almost seems like every 10 years they're swapping parks with it. Hmm. That's and, kind and of the that's kind of the trend. It looked like it stayed in over there only like three years in spurts. Uh, at one point, I mean, you know, there's, and even there it ended up replacing Spectral Magic. And 
for people for people that grew up watching that and were there before mainstream electrical parade like they're like oh well i love spectro magic because that's what i grew up with you know and so there's always going to be these people that argue back and forth between it set up an accent from florida what was that that's a florida yes that's a florida Florida accent accent. yeah uh but see that's the thing for me that's what paint the night is like i didn't grow up with a main street electrical parade paint the night is my main street electrical parade and then to experience that with my kids my kids never saw the main street electrical parade they're too young for it which means that paint is their main street electrical parade too you see so i hate to say it but I'm not going to like the Main Street Electrical Parade more than I like Paint the Night. Yeah, I hate that you said that, too. Yeah, why do you dislike America? I don't. <laughs> but it's still just, it's it's such a beautiful concept. I mean, look, you and I grew up not being able to go to Disneyland at the ages we were at when these commercials were displaying the Main Street Electrical Parade and all of its brilliance. Okay? But still, the idea of getting to capture that one, it's just a second chance for us. Half a million lights going down Main Street. The music is just like, it was just such a brilliant piece for its time. The instrumentation that went into creating this parade music, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm even going to say this. Be- that song hasn't even aged. It hasn't. Oh, I believe you guys. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that I think I think I will value it for what it is, a nostalgia act. That's what it is. Let's face it. As much as when that you hurts, think of the, t- let's that be hurts. honest. Let's no, be honest. That's what it is. That's not honest. When dude. you think about the technology that went into paint versus the technology that still exists in the mainstream electrical parade, people like it because they're familiar with it. It's a nostalgia thing. You know, it's not. It's not anything new. They're bringing it back because people want the warm and fuzzies of something that they liked before. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Please. I'm disagreeing with you because. That electrical parade is Disneyland to me. It is. And it is to many other people. And that's why I'm saying but there's not nothing nostalgia. wrong with it. It's a part of Disneyland that shouldn't have left in the first Isn't place. Isn't that what Disneyland is about? Here, age relives fond memories of the past? Yeah, and it's nostalgia. There you go. It that, belongs there. It does belong there. Excuse me. For it at belongs, least 10 years before it gets sent back to Magic Kingdom. I mean, It belongs truth, here. I mean, truthfully, it's just I'm so torn on this one. Because... I mean, I could see it from both ends. Like, I really, I, I would love to see the Main Street Electrical Parade down Main Street, like you said. I do, too. I uh, Don't but, get me wrong. I totally want to see it, okay? Because I feel like I was cheated watching it at California Adventure. I'm telling you, I saw it one time, and never again did in my heart I feel like I want to see that again. And yet, there's parades that I see at Disneyland that I see one time, and... In my heart, I feel like, oh, my God, I need to watch this again. Like, it made me feel amazing watching this thing. Like, you just feel the music. You feel the happiness. And that's how I felt when I saw Sensational. That's how I felt when I saw Paint for the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the Christmas parades. But when I saw the Main Street Electrical Parade at California Adventure, there was a part of the magic that died for me. Did California Adventure hurt you? Yes, at the time. I think it it hurt everyone when it opened. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, what you do you have, have against California Adventure? You have no idea, Javier, Such a great how the renovation of Buena Vista Street, the addition of Cars Land, and just kind of how they've made the park, like, visitable. Is that lake still there? The, the one right in the middle? The yeah, that's where they have World of Color. <laughs> but see, that's one of the other things that really spruced up the what park. What a waste of space right there. What are you talking about? That the Ferris wheel is on there. <sighs> yeah. 
but the water area could have been a, another right or two. You have clearly never seen World of Color. World of Color is awesome. I've seen and it. I've seen so it gorgeous. once. And see, that's another one of the things that's leaving. Uh, World of Color Celebrate, which uh-huh. was the one that started with uh, the 60th anniversary. <laughs> that's the one that's going away as well. Mm. And they ended up phrasing it a little bit weird, which confused a lot of people because the original World of Color, people fell in love with it. And it mm. could have just been because it was the very first time that they were watching it, you know, stuff like that. But in the blog post, they said, the original World of Color is coming back at the end of this once this celebrate goes away and people are like oh my god we're getting back nope nope let us rephrase it it's the original one that last existed before we changed the celebrate (laughs) so they ended up changing it and said that it was just the last iteration of world of color not the original one that Mm. people liked because there was a lot of changes throughout time you know they added a bunch of stuff that wasn't there at the beginning that people like and some people don't and you can't keep everybody happy like you, know, you so apparently. Like me. But well, like me right now, too. I mean, I haven't gotten a chance to see this like tribute to Walt one. Well, you have five weeks or maybe four now. Four. Thank you for making that more of a pressure situation. <laughs> you still have that AP in the bank check that you haven't cashed in. Uh, yes. Where did I leave that? Why are you looking at me? I obviously didn't win it. Because I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know I've had this conversation with other people already about the Main Street Electrical Parade, and they were as angry as you are at me. But I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to apologize for how it made me feel at the time. Granted, if I watch it going down Main Street, it could completely change my view of it, and mm. I may fall in love with it like everybody Dude, else does. You don't have to apologize for being wrong. It's fine. That's true. I, I'm not wrong about my own feelings, Javier. Hazen I'm at Podcateers.com. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, tell us what you guys think. You know, if you guys grew up with the Main Street Electrical Parade, how do you guys feel about this change? Are you guys happy that it's coming? Granted, it's not going to happen until 2017. That was made pretty clear that uh, although it's ending in October, Paint the Night is actually going to be making... They extended it. Instead of ending at the end of the 60th celebration, they're actually extending it to do some shows during the holiday season as well. Very nice. So for anybody that didn't get a chance to see it coming for the holidays, they'll get a chance to see Paint the Night on specific nights. So summer of 2017 is when Main Street Electrical Parade comes back. And look, I'm like I said, I'm open to it. I want to watch it. I'm not saying I don't. I want to watch it. But I didn't grow up with it, and because I don't have those memories of it, Paint the Night is my Main Street Electrical Parade. You sit there and uh, be wrong. It's fine. Agreed. All right. Well, let's see what everybody else has to say. We'll see their comments. I'm pretty sure they're all going to agree with you, but look, how can I like something that I've never seen? You've seen it before. No, I've never seen it at Disneyland. You liked Disneyland before you went. And I think, no, that's different, though. Uh, No, it's not. I'm pretty sure that's different. Disagree. That's a whole kingdom that's magical. Agree to disagree. Not just one parade. Agree to disagree. Hazen, turn off your mic. No. (laughs) (laughs) Turn off yours. (laughs) All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. It's time for more beer and food. Are you guys ready? It sounds good. Awesome. Let's ready. (laughs) Let's ready. (laughs) I know Mario's ready. All right, well. Make sure that you guys head over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Check out the new videos that we posted. We have a 
uh, review video of Suicide Squad that Mario and Javier did, but we also have a reaction video of Javier watching no. the honest trailer Watch of it. Batman totally. versus Superman. That is totally skippable. And it's not skippable because by the end of that thing, Javier loves it even more. No. So you guys need to watch the video. You do. Leave us a comment. Tell that us. That was you guys taken think. out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Please quote Give him it a on this. Up, share it with your friends. And uh, if you guys are looking for us anywhere on the internet, search for Podcateers. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Wow, we're literally everywhere. We try we to are. be. Yeah. No. We try to be, but sure. we're only there for short spurts. <laughs> for a limited time. For a limited, for a limited time. time only. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, before we close up, uh, I want to remind you that support for Podcateers is brought to you by Amazon. Amazon! Before you make your next purchase, we would love it if you went to podcateers.com slash Amazon first Amazon. and clicked on the big Amazon button. Amazon. Uh, we earn a small commission from that sale, and it goes to help the podcast. So to everyone already using the link, uh, we just want to say thank you for your purchases. Uh, every little bit helps, and we truly appreciate that you guys are taking the time to use our link. Another great way to help us out is to become a patron of the podcast via Patreon. The monthly fees associated with running a free weekly podcast, believe it or not, can get a little intense. And so <laughs> becoming a patron of ours via a one-time weekly or monthly monetary contribution will definitely help offset some of those costs. And to some of the people that have already signed up, we truly appreciate your, your support you. via Patreon. And if you guys want to find out more, head over to podcateers.com, find and click on the Patreon logo, or go to patreon.com slash podcateers for more information. All right, guys, anything else before we wrap up today? For anyone that missed it, please go back and listen to Rolly Crump's uh, episode. Yes. That is a must listen. Agreed. I agree. Is it because you interviewed him? No, I just thought it was really good. <laughs> it was. It was really good. It was good. really fun talking he's, to him. And he's funny. He's a funny guy, man. Yeah. He's, he's very open. He's very honest. And it's one of the things I admire about him. You know, he just kind of, he's just out there. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to it. The, the uncensored one. I want to listen to the uncensored one. You should. Yeah. So in Where case you I guys missed it, uh, there are two versions of the Rolly Crump episode. Uh, in syndication, the one that automatically downloads was the filtered version, uh, mainly because – Wait, know that, that was filtered? Are, it was because I know that there are <laughs> there some families some that words. listen with their kids. Yeah. You know, so I went ahead and I did the filtered version. But if you want to hear the completely unfiltered version, make sure to go to podcateers.com slash 112. There you be, you will be able to either listen to the episode on that page or click to download it to your device, and then you can listen to it there. Perfect. But, yeah, man, he was a really fun um, episode. I, I hope we get a chance to talk to him again. And I got to say, his wife, Marie, she was a cracker. Oh, dude, she's a riot. <laughs> yeah. She's such a sweetheart, She was such too. a good sport, too. <laughs> yeah, was she awesome. was so funny. I was able to interact with her a little bit more to set up the interview and everything. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. But yeah, it was it was fun talking to both of them. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad I had a chance to do that. I wish I was there, man. That that sounded fun. Yeah, I wish you guys were here too. Then why did you send us letters in the mail saying not to show up? <laughs> no, I did. It was a text message, I, but yeah. I told you guys when to show up. You gave us the wrong address. I did? Hmm. <laughs> it was the wrong time. Damn, did I? Oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> 
doesn't sound like something I would do. <laughs> Especially if you had beer. <laughs> There's the problem. Maybe that's what it was. We didn't next have time bring beer. Yeah. All right, guys. That is going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. See ya. Take care. Oh, boy. A new parking structure. <laughs> that was pretty good. Is <laughs> <laughs> he falling off the structure? Apparently. <laughs> oh, Goofy, don't fall. <laughs> oh, no. Javier fell with Goofy. That's a good mini mouse. <laughs> <laughs>